0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Weekly News Live. We are no longer iGaming Next, so I can't call it that anymore. We'll need to uh, we'll need to adjust that graphic there, I think, on the preview. Um, but the show must go on, of course. And joining me today are Connor and Nico. Welcome, guys. And the first thing I'll say is, feels very empty on here after you had about four hundred German uh, gaming experts on uh, last week in my absence. <laughs> how, how did that go?
1: Yeah well I'll tell you what Jake when you have five guests with as many opinions and as much knowledge and as much insight as we had last week moderating a discussion like that is no joke and I hope that uh, Nico and I were able to do them justice because there was lots and lots to discuss but we had a lot of fun didn't we Nico
2: Yeah it was it was awesome and so just just put it this way as you couldn't make it for two times in a row we just need to come up with a replacement and it was our honor that we onboarded five guys to replace you but we couldn't we, we could we didn't come close to having you on the show so <laughs> uh, uh, it was just Germany my my literally home turf but it was it was a decent show but not as good as when you're around that's it. Oh, Welcome back, guys, and,
1: uh, and thanks for dressing up today. We really appreciate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks very much indeed. Yeah, good to be back, but always good for you guys to uh, to mix up the format a bit. I'm sure our viewers appreciated that greatly. Um, before we go any further, I should say a big thank you to our sponsors this week, Playson and Bombay Group. Um, And also a big hello to everybody watching. Please remember that you can um, talk to us via the the comments page on LinkedIn um, and also on YouTube, I believe. So yeah, if you want to contribute to the discussion at any point today, don't be shy. Uh, I mean, what a week we're having for for iGaming news. It's been absolutely crazy, Uh, especially today. I mean, it's been full on. I think I was looking at it earlier. The next, uh, the next editorial team has done twenty-five stories in the last three days alone, um, and we've got a few more to come up for you this afternoon. I think so. Yeah, we could go on for about two hours, um, but we're not going to. Uh, so, as we're um, as we're a bit pushed for time, uh, Nico, do you want to crack on with uh, with ten and five for us? Yeah.
2: So just. Uh... Let me start with the 10 and 5. I'm gaining some extra uh, seconds. As in Brazil, the finance ministry publishes sports betting operator requirements. It's pretty, pretty simple, as Brazil's Ministry of Finance has published a set of comprehensive requirements for sportsbook operators wishing to enter the regulated market once established, and this comes along with operators must restrict access to the platform f- for those under the age of 18, as well as implement safer gambling tools such as daily limit, uh, daily time limits, loss limits, self-exclusion, and timeout period. So all the things we already know from regulated markets. Heading over to interest, uh, to regulated markets, Italy, as the Italian Italian finance minister, is about to propose and revamp an online gambling laws. So the Ministry of Finance is expected to publish a preliminary decree of amendments proposing a review of Italy's online gaming reg- uh, legislation, which is the first change t- since 2011. And it always comes down to money, as the Ministry believes that the price of online gambling Con- uh, concessions has been far too low guess what they're about to increase the pricing and it would cost uh, roughly seven million euros which is a increase of 20 times the price it is as of today heading over and staying in europe there are rumors going around that my uncle René Janssen, leaving KSA, is taking care of his, his retirement plan. S the KSA demands a 6.8 million euro fine from Goldwyn for operating without a Dutch license. So the Netherlands Gambling Authority, KSA, can spell autoriteit has imposed a 6.8 million fine on Goldwyn Limited. The regulator estimated that the annual revenue generated by Goldwyn in the Netherlands was around roughly 100 million euros and said its fine amount at the rate of 7% of that figure, which comes out of 6.8 million. As it's reporting seasons, and we will touch down on reports as well, SportRadar Q3 revenue is up. So in this quarter, the company reported a net revenue of 201 million euros compared to 180 million euros of last year, reflecting a 12% increase. I don't want to disturb you with the numbers. Just look them up. So it's Q3 also for Caesars, and they reported a record of 3 billion US dollars in revenue and the highest ever EBITDA. So the total quarterly revenue was 3 billion, which represents an uptick of nearly 4% from a year earlier driven by steady demand in Las Vegas casinos and digital growth and the consolidated and adjusted EBITDA reached 1.4 uh, 1.04 billion which is a, um which is up from 1.01 billion in Q3 2022 and represents an all-time record staying in the US there's always some uh, rumors going around in California as the California sports betting ballot initiatives are submitted to the ator- attorney general. So two ballot initiatives um, that time to give tribes exclusive rights to offer retail and online sports betting in California have been filed with the state's attorney. So take take a deeper look and keep your eyes on the price, which is 23000 Thirty-one and 23.0030, which will probably um, be brought to the election ballot in the state. Then Florida in-person sports betting is about to launch on 7th of December. As we all know, the Seminole Tribe holds the exclusive right to offer gambling in Florida, and they will start with their in-person sports betting at their casinos on december 7th 2023 mga begins the search for their new ceo so whoever wants to send in their cvs keep them tight and keep them updated mga is looking for exactly you so um mr carl brink uh, Brinkert, the actual ceo is about to step down um uh, by 2020 by January 2024 and the as of now uh, with ah oh, i'm still live am I still live yeah because i lost the connection okay so the you're A- back just <laughs> Which and they include an individual who was likely to be strong.
0: Sorry about that. We are obviously having uh, a few technical difficulties with Nico's connection there. Uh, he sounded like a bit of an alien. Um, okay, okay.
2: I'm back. <laughs> Are you uh, learning okay, okay. Vet- okay 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 <laughs> so as said the ASA is uh, investigating tweets representing uh, an advert with Anthony Joshua and last but not least as Spain gambling prevalence study raises questions on effective uh, protection so there has been a study which found out that only six point six percent of all Spanish gamblers play online which rose some question as the apparent demonization of the online gambling sector seems untrue. And this is, uh, this is it, my 10 and 5. Well done,
1: Nico. You soldiered on through the technical difficulties there. I, must, I was reminded of something because uh, I used to study Dutch at university. And my Dutch teacher, Erna, told us that um, she does speak German, but she only speaks it badly out of principle. So it was nice to hear you returning the favour there with your pronunciation (laughs) of the Dutch regulator. But thanks for trying anyway. Very nice. Nicely done.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was very... (laughs) very engaging as uh as always nico i think there's a, a a cruel irony at play as well i think that was the the first time you were going to get close to to the five minute <laughs> cut off and then the uh the technical difficulties interfered so uh, some foul play going on there i think possibly
1: right there we go there we have it <laughs> 10 in five shall we move on now to our main stories of the week jake what have we got coming up today
0: Yes, let's jump in. Um, First story, first main story to discuss today is the fact that Lottomatica has seemingly won the race to acquire uh, SKS 365. So this is a big deal and it values SKS 365 (coughs) at 639 million euros um, and it's set to close in H1 of next year. Um, Now, important to note here, Lottomatica has fought off Competition from Flutter, uh, which already owns obviously Cesal in Italy, um, and also competition from Playtech, which already owns Snitec in Italy. Um, Connor, you wrote this story this morning, so I'm hoping you can give us uh, a bit more colour on SKS365 as a company before we kind of dive into the uh, to the impact this might have on on market share. Yeah,
1: absolutely, Jake. Thank you for that introduction. Um, I will just point out there isn't a mistake in our headline. You're quite right that um, uh, SKS 365 has been given an enterprise value of 639 million euros. um, But the deal will have a purchase price at closing of 625 million euros so slight discrepancy there in the figures but that's the information that we've got from Lotto Matica. So SKS365 let's talk about what they are, what they do and why um, this is a kind of valuable deal for Lotto Matica so SKS365 is headquartered in Malta but it's a major player in the Italian gambling market. So it operates the Planet Win 365 brand, which is both online and across a retail network of a thousand betting shops, which is rather a lot. So it has this huge retail presence in Italy. Um, It has a really strong online presence. I believe they've got something like 600,000 registered customers online. Um, and it's not just an operator it also owns a payments division called planet pay 365 um, and two news portals called calcio.com and planetwin365.news. So, that's why Lotto Matica is looking to acquire the business because it has this really strong presence already in Italy. Um, So just to give you a bit more information about how that's going to impact Lotto Matica's business. So currently I believe according to its own figures, Lotto Matica is the largest online gambling operator in Italy. It's got a 21.2% market share of the online market Um, But if you add to that uh, uh, SKS 365's 7.1% market share, then they end up with a total market share of 28.3%. And that's going to really help them put a bit more distance between themselves and their nearest competitors. Um, so as you've already mentioned, Jake, though, those competitors are indeed Flutter Entertainment, which has a 20.1% market share on in Italy's online gambling sector, and Playtech has 9.8% and Entain has 9.5%. So there you go. Gives it an even bigger lead in the market. They've also discussed today uh, some pretty substantial cost synergies and revenue synergies. So they're expecting something like 65 million euros of impact um, in synergies there. Uh, Whatever that means. No, that's broken down into a few different things. Operational expenses, capital expenses, uh, and and other things like that. Expenditures, I should say, not expenses. Uh, And... What else was I going to say? You quite rightly pointed out, Jake, that it's the marks the end of a bit of a bidding war between Entain, uh, between Flutter rather, and Playtech and Lotto Matica who were all vying to acquire this business. Um, and uh, I think Playtech put a statement out today in response, actually, basically saying, well, "Fine, we don't care. We're going to look at other businesses to acquire." um so that was fine um but I, I listened into an investor call earlier where there was a bit of A Q&A with the lotto matica um management team and there was some suggestion from um from some of the analysts on that call that maybe Lotto Matica had, had won the battle because of the structure of the deal and the fact that it was all cash and there was no there's no related earn-out payments or anything like that. So obviously 625 million euros in cash, pretty difficult for anyone to turn down. Um and I should point out, while we're talking about it, that the transaction will be funded by a combination of available cash and new debt. So Lottomatica already has a 500 million euro debt bridge facility in place and uh, it's going to slightly increase their leverage, their leverage to revenue ratio to about 2.8 times, I think. And then they're expecting that to normalize over the couple of years, over the next couple of years and come back to the 2 to 2.5 times
0: range. So that makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about, doesn't it? Yes it does indeed. thank you very much Connor. No and that, uh, that uh, enterprise value uh, the 639 million is the equivalent to 8.7 times uh, 2023 a bit levels. Um, mm. And if we look at if we look at um, SKS 365 in a bit more detail, so they're expected to generate 300 million euros of revenue this year. Yeah. Uh, An EBITDA of around 74 million, uh, with 70% coming from online and 30% from retail. And I think our producer, Elizabeth, has a neat little uh, slide from their presentation that Lotomatica prepared earlier um, that puts that quite nicely into perspective there. Um, there yep. they are. It
1: has, 000 registered customers, 360,000 annual active online players. Yeah, um, me and Connor didn't
0: need to say anything. We could have just flashed that up on screen for you and, uh, and called could. it a day, really.
1: But not everyone <laughs> it, watches the video stream. Some people listen on audio only, so we must make it accessible to them too. Thank you, Elizabeth. I think that's perfect.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's not how podcasts work, let's remember. Uh, please scan the QR code in the top left if you want to read some more details about this story. Uh, and Nico, one line that stood out to me was the CEO of uh, Lottomatica, Saying that Alexander Martin, the chief executive of SKS365, is one of the most res- is in charge uh, of one of the most respected management teams in the industry under his leadership. Um, are you familiar with uh, Alexander? Obviously, he's spoken on a, a couple of panels at our um, at our events down the years, but uh, seems yeah, it, to be a, a pretty canny it, operator by all accounts. Yeah,
2: indeed, I am. So um, Alexander is a friend of mine, um, and what a story! Just remember, it was like. The comeback, like the phoenix from the uh, ashes, as in August 2019, there had had been a police investigation and their uh, offices in Malta had been stormed. They had been fined by the Italian, uh, just let me look this up, Uh, the Italian financial um, police with a um, fine of totaling 124 million euros. So this was the time just before Alexander Martin actually joined. So he joined, he was um, um, labeled as CEO by end of 2019. So um, he found a, a business which was literally on the ground and not in the good ground. So it was broken totally. And as said, he um, steered the ship around. And uh, once again, uh, shout out to my man, Alexander. Uh, and, you know... Um, Crawling back to the top and uh, selling the business for a decent price during that time for 625 uh, million euros is just unbelievable. And once again, uh, shout out to Alexander, who was uh, formerly working for the Gausselmann Group and then, of course, joined SKS to just, you know, let his magic occur on the SKS Group as well.
0: Nice. Yeah, interesting stuff, Nico. Quite, quite interesting background on that. There's a Times of Malta story. Um, available from from back in January 2019, For anyone wants to read about that. But uh, yeah, what an amazing transformation and uh, they're getting uh, uh, duly paid out for for the work that they've done uh, in between now and then, it would seem. Uh, So congratulations to their team on getting that deal over the line. Um, Do remember, you can jump in and chat with us at any time. Uh, A big hello to Lars from Sweden, who uh, kindly sends us greetings most weeks. And to Elizabeth, of course, our producer, who we would not be able to do this without. Um, Okay, moving on to our second main story of the day. And we're going to look closely at Entain, um, which reported its Q3 results this morning. Um, And they were just before this call, they just finished a two hour long investor presentation uh in person so they invited all the big analysts to come down from jp morgan morgan stanley um and it seems that they basically they've identified this need that they need to steer uh to, to steer the ship because yeah investors aren't best pleased with the company as it's operating at the moment um let's look at the q3 so they're pretty miserable unfortunately as uh as warned um about a month ago i think Online net gaming revenue was up 9%, but that was mostly driven by, uh, by acquisitions and actually fell by 6% on a pro forma basis. Um, it's a similar story for retail, which rose by 4%, but was down 4% on a pro forma basis. And these declines were blamed on a slower than expected growth in Italy and Australia and also the impact of customer-friendly sports results, which is, uh, as you'll know, a, a recurring theme throughout Q3 for kind of a lot of the European operators and their uh, and their sportsbook suppliers. But unfortunately for Enteng, um CFO Rob Wood said today that that bad run of results has continued into Q4 uh, and has actually got even worse. So football results in October were so bad um, they're actually set to cost the company 45 million quid's worth of EBITDA. Um, and I think we've got a, a little bullet point from their announcement earlier today to that, that, that kind of sums up this situation quite, quite nicely. Uh, Connor, do you want to read that one out for us?
2: Yes,
1: but I'll have to unmute my microphone first. So since 2019, Entain's online business has only seen negative football margins for a full week on three occasions, two of which were the last two weeks of October 2023. (laughs) So, not a good period for uh, sports-heavy operators, certainly not in the UK where football, obviously alongside horse racing, is the biggest sport for betting, um, as I'm sure it is in many countries across the world. If I can just steer us away from Entain for one moment and we'll come straight back to it, but this has been a common theme across lots of um, Q3 reports this season. So, uh, 888 Betson um, and Bet at Home have all uh, have all spoken about some pretty serious adverse impacts from these sports results. What happened was basically all the favourites won, um, so the bookies ended up paying out massive amounts. Um, so for Triple Eight, their revenue dropped nine point nine percent year on year for Q3 as a result of that, partially at least. Um, betson's sportsbook margin was down from 8.3% to 7.3% so big drop in their margin we should point out of course that betson still recorded revenue growth in spite of that they had a really good quarter um and bet at home um following those adverse results reduced its full year ggr go- guidance from between 50 and 60 million euros to between 44 and 48 million euros so it's having having a pretty serious impact right across the market there it's not just entertaining but yes as you point out Jake they have certainly suffered with it
0: that's right and perhaps uh, the real debate here connor uh, and nico is one we could have for several hours about the influx of kind of overseas cash flowing into the premier league and uh, and reducing the uh, the competitiveness of uh, england once great game, but uh, that's I don't think that's the forum for this, so we'll leave that for another time, shall Maybe we? Maybe that's a
1: discussion you could have for hours, Jake. I, I simply I'll just talk to myself. <laughs> I, I went to my yeah. first Premier League game not long ago. I went to see Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park, and it was nil nil, but still a tremendous time was had by all. But they sold out of pies, um, at Harvard, <laughs> so I didn't get a pie, which I was a bit sad about. But I really enjoyed the football. Twenty-eight years old in my first ever football match, so there you go. I like the Premier
0: League. Yeah, that's amazing. But you didn't see any goals, and you also didn't have a pie. So the fact that you still really enjoyed the experience, um, yeah, it means football's obviously great. Miko, football, food in Germany is also fantastic, isn't it? Ground go, yeah, worse. You beers awesome. in the ground. Awesome.
2: I mean... and, uh, just getting back on the uh, on the point. With uh, you know the groundhopper rules, the groundhopper rules. So if you're looking for a for a pie while watching um, watching a football match, this ain't considered due to groundhopper rules as you make the pitch, right? It's always about getting a beer and getting a decent bratwurst. So without a sausage, you didn't make the ground. It's not about American pie pie at all. So, um, consider yourself being educated, uh, <laughs> lovely Connor. So, next time, just uh, go out there and uh, look for a specific Bratwurst, and then I'm pretty sure you will make it to the top in the ground hopping rules. So, but uh, getting back to what you, the both of you, just line, lined out, um, I don't like the wording of, okay, we had some, you know, serious end bad results for us as the operator as it just sounds like oh okay um for for once the favorites actually won and now uh, we all have to unfortunately pay out winnings to the customers it just sounds weird right and we should get rid of that kind of wording uh, and stump and stamp it into the cf cfo's mindset in the end you know this is what uh, what 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 um, you know, all the gaming operators are usually stigmatized for, like, okay, you don't want to pay out. In the end, you know, it's uh, it's all uh, within calculating odds, etc. And sometimes, um, in bad moments for the operators, the luck is just on the side of all the betters, which is a good thing. We're slightly,
0: slightly losing you again there, Nico, but yeah you make a you you make a brilliant point because when um when uh, when the bookmakers keep winning, obviously the active customer number goes down as well. so like it 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 works both ways. Customers need something to get behind the bet on and uh, winning is usually a a, a great retention tool, as uh, I'm sure Connor will uh, attest to, but uh, despite the impact of these uh, sporting results, um, Entain did reiterate its full-year EBITDA guidance of around 1 billion, um, but it has slashed its EBITDA margin guidance uh, by 1%, and they said that was due to uh, the lower than expected revenue growth as we've discussed um, but also the acquisition of TAB in New Zealand. Um, I talked about that kind of two-hour investor presentation. It went through everything from the Q3 results, future strategy, um, financial guidance long-term and also capital allocation um, and I think this is where we bring it back to investors because this will be the first time that Entainers ever had an independent body monitor capital allocation, which obviously oversees things like returns to shareholders, executive pay, how money's being used for um, for share buybacks compared to acquisitions. And uh, yeah, I, I think Entain is a company that's kind of in a bit of a, a state of flux at the moment. I think they needed to get all their cards out um, on the table with a call like they had this morning. Um, in part to, to reassure investors who have grown pretty frustrated with the business in recent times. Um, and I think, Connor, you have some evidence of that frustration um, after looking into their stock performance in a bit more detail.
1: Yes. Uh, first of all, to respond to Nico's comment, you're right about the language. And I don't think all those operators that I mentioned used the word adverse to describe those results. Um, a lot of them use the term customer friendly, which is nice. Uh, Jake, you said that winning bets is uh, good for retention. I wouldn't know because I've never won. <laughs> um, I just lose and lose and lose. Uh, and I like underdogs anyway. So favorites winning is not customer friendly as far as I'm concerned. But you're quite right. Yes, let's have a look. If we can at Entain's uh, share price uh, over the year to date. So, since January this year, you'll see that shares are down about thirty percent. There's been a bit of um, few peaks and troughs here, and a bit of uh, coming and going. But if I can just talk you through this and what I think has been causing this, although what do I know? Um, but just looking through some of the news stories over the past, uh, over this year for Entain. So in February there, you see a really steep drop, um, which I think might have had something to do with MGM Resorts announcing that it would not, uh, not be pursuing an acquisition of the business. Uh, and then a bit later in the year, so it kind of, It's kind of relatively stable, although still quite volatile between sort of February and August. And then in August, you've got another big drop. Um, And that, oh no, excuse me, in May. Yeah, so between May and July there, there's a big peak and a big drop. Um, Of course, in May, Entain started talking about this financial settlement it was going to have to pay because of what went on in its Turkish business all those years ago under Kenny Alexander um and things kind of evened out the the share price went back up again and then in august it dropped again um after it reported its h1 results the results themselves were not bad but alongside those results it's mentioned that this settlement was probably going to cost it somewhere in the region of 600 million pounds so that did nothing to reassure investors and then in September. Um, and October you see yet another big drop uh, towards where we are now and that came after the earnings warning related to Q3 thanks for that Elizabeth Um, the earnings warning in Q3 which kind of preempted the results that have been published today that pro forma revenue down um, you know and and things not going very well and there's one more graphic I would just like to show you which is the share price performance over the last five years The shares today are slightly cheaper than they were five years ago. So if you were buying shares in one of the UK's biggest gambling operators in 2018 and hoping to hold on to them for five years, I don't think you'd be best pleased with the performance. You might as well have put them in a savings account with 0.1% interest and you would have been better off. This is not investment advice, but... Yeah not looking uh, not looking too good i don't know how happy you'd be jake thanks elizabeth if you'd bought those shares 5 years ago and today they were worth just a little bit less than they were at the time
0: yeah i think very disappointed i think that's why they you know they feel the need to to set out this kind of compelling strategy for the future to to investors to to bring a bit of bullishness back to the uh, back to the business but um yeah, keep an eye on our, our coverage uh this afternoon and, and in the coming days to to see if that um if that was successful or not and, and make your own minds up, obviously.
1: That's it. Quite right. Anyone else got anything to say about end time?
0: You're on mute, I think, Nico. We are really. Yeah, oh, there you go. Technical
2: difficulties all <laughs> over the place. Uh, I'm out of my mind. So, uh, and that's why Entane and yet uh, they're uh, diversifying their portfolio. You know, they they bought the biggest bookmaker in Poland with the um, STS, uh, which is the leading brand in Poland as well, having uh, a quite a significant amount of retail betting shops there as well. And as said, um, they are quite active on the MA. Uh, side as well and if I'm not mistaken you also have an article going out or already um, published as soon as the white paper in the UK will be uh, published and released we will for sure see some further M&A activities as well so it's uh, quite interesting to keep an eye uh, on Entain and their M&A activities as well
0: yeah good point though I think they're potentially going to Going to reduce their M&A activity um, in, in the future as a result of this kind of new capital strategy that, that they've agreed upon. Um, we know not all shareholders were uh, were delighted by the, the STS acquisition. Um, but yeah, one to monitor, interesting stuff indeed. Uh, Nico, a bit of breaking news for you that you might have missed that we forgot to mention. ESPN Bet has its official launch date, uh, 14th of November. Uh, pattern confirmed today so yes the u.s market is about to get a brand new competitor well of sorts uh any any more hilarious jokes to make about the uh, the mint green <laughs> logo?
1: All, all i can say is i think we all remember how inviting creative youthful and invigorating that mint green logo was i still exactly. feel like right now and have at it. exactly the
2: so we covered that news already in your absence. And, of course, we didn't miss on the breaking news, uh, be assured, Jake. But, um, of course, you couldn't tune in to when we spoke about the mint green, uh, which is lucky us, of uh, also matching the color of our Bugatti. So all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. You did a good job covering it. You did a good job. But the, the fact that it's the 14th of November, I believe, is... Uh, is new information today. Uh, I hope I'm it right was in saying that. Anyway. Labeled
2: as mid of November and 14th uh, of November just sounds like mid of November, but all good. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Only yeah. 12 days to go.
0: Don't <laughs> <laughs> wait. Right. Uh, we've done. We've done a little over half an hour. Um, a few technical difficulties, but uh, but we've made it. I think it's probably to the end today, unless there's any major topics anybody would uh, would like to discuss.
1: All I can say, Jake, is that I would really appreciate if any viewers would go and benefit from the fruits of our labour today. We have not stopped, have we? I've been drinking about 14 cups of coffee. I've got smoke coming out of my ears. I've gone cross-eyed because I've been reading and writing non-stop all morning. We've put out... A thousand stories in the last three days, something like that, maybe slightly less, uh, but it's been a super busy week and we could never cover it all here. So go to next.io, click on all and have a look through all of the different stories we've been publishing because it's been a mega, mega week in the sector. Um, or, of course, if you'd like to filter your news by topic, then just click on the topic that's most interesting to you.
0: Yep, yeah, good point, Connor. Well made. Um... And also do uh, you know, do subscribe to our newsletters via the website. Um, you can find us on socials and even on uh, Teams and, and Slack, I think. Um, so if that's something you want to get incorporated in, in your company, then uh, Ross Stafford, our head of subscriptions, is the man to reach out to. Quite right. Uh, Nico. any final words before we say goodbye to our viewers today? No, I'm good. I'm good. i I'm, I'm, you I'm want to bid them I'm... goodbye? <laughs> you can sign us out today.
2: I'm just happy that I'm no longer facing the technical issues, <laughs> but all, all good. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, winter's coming in Germany. Winter's coming in Germany. So that's why I have the light on there as well. And I'm looking forward, uh, one, once again, looking forward to meet and greet the both of you, live and in person during Sigma, because during Sigma, it's two weeks um, as of uh, today, we will do a live coverage or so the three musketeers that we are will be sitting in the same room and we will be even more live um that that we are today and there will be no technical difficulties from from germany but you probably realize that uh, germany is a pretty fucked up place not just uh, due to you know uh, revenues shifting towards black market we could not even get a working internet as well it is like uh- this but
1: you have the best food in your football ground, so that's something to uh, to cling on to, Nico. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Thank you, Jake, for leading the discussion. Thanks, of course, a... to Bryson and Bombay Group who keep us coming back every single week. And thank you to everybody who has commented and tuned in. What more is there to say than that? Goodbye. Okay, goodbye.
0: then goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> Coming close to me, flowers on atomic, I'm starting fires through poetry. The heart's out, staying loyal, no falling out. And if you step into the court, be ready. We balling out, yeah. Uh. Uh.